today on the program, you can't be anal retentive if you don't have an anus. It's dogma. Welcome to the Rewatch Party. I am your host, Nick. Joining me, as always, are the tits to my muse, Los and Brandon. How are you guys hey doing? Now, hey, now. I got something for you here. You masturbate more than anyone on the planet. So oh, fuck. Everyone knows that. Tell me something nobody knows. <laughs> when you do it, you're thinking about guys. <laughs> Dude, not all the time. <laughs> <laughs> which, uh, which tits are we, left or right? Uh, well, I mean, you're sitting to my left, so I guess. All right. That so. makes it your right. If I'm looking, looking at him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, I can get down with that. My favorite one is the left anyways. You're, is you're it? lefty? All right. Well, yeah, most of them. Is that the slightly bigger one, usually? Uh, I, I think it know. just varies. Person to person, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, now I had that conversation. Today, <laughs> we are talking about Dogma from 1999, written, directed by, and minorly starring, just like the fart joke version of Quentin Tarantino that he is, Kevin Smith. That's right. Put this whole thing together. Um, yeah, so this movie came out and pissed a whole lot of people off because making fun of Christianity is just... I can see why. It's a hard thing to get away with. Um, I mean, he's not trying to say it's not real. I mean, God and Jesus really existed in his movie, so... Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, you might need to come up a bit, actually. I don't know if I'm hearing Los. I feel like you're way loud. No, you. I'm saying you are... I'm oh, not hearing... Yeah. Yeah, make sure we get Los up in here. Um, so as we were, Ooh, now you're even louder. As we were trying to uh, get this movie to watch it. Yeah, there we go. Ah. Yeah, way better. All right, okay. had the cable swapped, guys. <laughs> don't, don't worry, listeners. We got we got to figure it out. Yeah, don't skip. Um, so yeah, we were we were trying to get a hold of this to watch it, right? Yeah, and it turns out you can't stream this anywhere, listeners. I'm sure you've discovered this because. You know, and it was funny because, like, when you when you said you were looking for it, I was like, no, I I literally just remember seeing it on like Netflix or something, and I like immediately started looking for it, and it was nowhere to be found. I was nowhere. like, we must have just missed it, and so I looked up because uh, usually you can find out what new movies have been taken off of streaming and yeah, what new ones are like being put on every month or something. And uh, you know, I was gonna see Dogma on there because it was like I think it was the beginning of the the uh, the month. You know, maybe they mm-hmm. t- took it off at that time, and this all, all these articles came up, you know, about it being not able to be streamed anywhere because it's owned by Harvey and Bob Weinstein personally, not That's by right. not by the Weinstein making another appearance. In yeah, the rewatch. <laughs> well, it's hard to do movies and not bring up Harvey Weinstein a lot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so when they got rid of the company, and a lot of those movies went back to either previous owners or, I don't know, public domain, or where where they all went. But since this one wasn't owned by the Weinstein Company, it was owned by them personally, this movie is somehow the personal property of the Weinsteins. So I wonder what their reasoning was for for them personally owning the rights and not the, the studio. And why this one? Of all the movies that they own, why is this one personal and not in well, the company? Well, obviously it's because mm-hmm. of the Christian... Like a uh, story, you know, it, it, you think? 
they couldn't have Miramax attached to that. So they couldn't. Know? So somebody couldn't sue the. Yeah, Miramax was. People would boycott Miramax mm-hmm. or something. There'd be something crazy. So the wine scenes were like. Well, they still had. Got this. They still had to have production companies. They still had to have distribution companies that put it out into the world. Like somebody still had to do it. They just wanted a third party instead of their own. They had. I would. That's a good plan to go by if you wanted to try to fly under the radar a bit without getting too big. Uh, you can do smaller companies, and sure. it's a good excuse to go. I'm working local. It's called an LLC. Yeah. <laughs> and now that we say that, I know. I mean, obviously, it's view askew because that's Kevin Smith's thing. But I don't know the the companies behind this because you don't get any of the big major no, studio company it's logos. It's an artsy kind of thing that starts yeah. off with some words that says. Uh, yeah, you get this disclaimer. Platypie. And yeah, <laughs> the, the definition of disclaimer first, not a disclaimer, but the definition <laughs> of what it is. Do you have it? What does it say? Um, I don't remember. It's, it's a. I, I don't. I don't know the fucking. It's like starting your wedding toast off with Webster's Dictionary defines love as the renunciation <laughs> of any claim to or connection with. Or disavow. Yeah, it's essentially disavow. when when they always have like the views expressed in the commentary are not those of the parent company or its conglomerates or any of the whatever. It's also a statement made to save one's own ass. Yes, yeah, so pretty get much. The, Though we get, it'll go without saying, ten minutes or so into these proceedings, View Askew would like to state that this film is, from start to finish, a work of comedic fantasy, not to be taken seriously. To insist that any of what follows is incendiary or inflammatory is to miss our intention and pass undue judgment. And passing judgment is reserved for God and God alone. That's right. Tupac told us that, right? This goes to you film (laughs) critics, too. Yeah, and then there's something off about, yeah, he talks about, look, just have a sense of humor when you watch this. Even God has a sense of humor. Just look at the platypi, Mm -hmm. and then it goes, and then another one comes. Yeah, and there's like, we'd like to apologize to all platypi (laughs) enthusiasts and whatever, uh, which they're ripping that directly off of Monty Python. Uh, I believe it was Holy Grail, where they have like an opening scroll mm-hmm. that just keeps kind of going on with all these little jokes and little jokes. So like, oh, we apologize for the error. The people responsible have been sacked. And then the next one is, okay, the people responsible for sacking the people responsible have now themselves <laughs> been sacked. We apologize still. And then like, they'd really just milk that gag for a while. But I feel like this is a... a an homage, a doft of the cap, if you will, instead of a blatant ripoff of what Monty Python was doing. Um, so yeah, they don't get anything. So Weinstein, I, I think you hadn't hit it on the head there. They they own this so they could distribute it without their company getting in whatever sort of religious backlash might be. But now why are the hell are they holding on to it? Or why aren't they selling the streaming rights to make more money off of it? Because Harvey's needing some money right now, for goddamn sure. Well, uh, eventually, when he's out or he dies or the money goes somewhere, because the government can't just well, yeah, but it, I mean, it's that him, stuff, right? Him and Bob, so Bob could still be doing Bob, something. Bob, do you, can you get the disturb? <laughs> Bob, yeah, he uses his one phone call a day from <laughs> prison to call his brother. Hey, you know what you should do is sell the rights to Dogma, so I can get out of here. <laughs> so we've heard of Bob Weinstein several times. I because uh, he was on. Have uh, we even looked him up? I'm looking at him right now, or I'm looking it up right now. Looking Bob Weinstein up right now? Bob Weinstein, yep. Yeah, because we were talking about last time how he changed his name to not be associated with his brother anymore. Weinstein? Yeah, yeah, (laughs) right, right, right. Um, So yeah, Harvey, 
is probably going to die in prison, and I think that's even better than he deserves. But still, like, why would you just sit on this? I don't know. That's what's There's weird, right? Going on yeah, here. that's it's the weirdest part. It's such a cult classic and following that it has. Although, I mean, you try to buy a copy, and it's like 40, 50 bucks. Yeah, you can't hardly even find a copy, which I'm glad that I've, I, I did finally find my hard copy because the whole premise of the show is I have to own the movie. It's my collection, right? So, like... The fact that I did end up watching it on YouTube. There you go, listeners. You can watch the entire movie on YouTube for free. Uh, I'm sure that that's, as it gets discovered, going to be taken down, and then someone else will pirate a new copy up there or whatever. But then I finally found my DVD. So all is right back in the writer household. Got that problem fixed. But yeah, if Dude, you try to find it, you're paying so 40 bucks for a I'm goddamn- sorry I'm interrupting, but Harvey Weinstein's little brother, uh, Bob, 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 Bob. Didn't has nothing to do with any of that stuff. Apparently, he's trying to make a comeback. Uh, well, with any of the scandal the and the, the crimes, he still owns the Weinstein Company. I think they're just laying low for right now. I would imagine kicking back and laying low, and then once Harvey, things people forget a little bit, forgive and forget. Right? I mean, yeah. So Bob didn't. He may have had something to do with suppress his it, power to take advantage of and do all the stuff that his brother was doing, but his brother was the name. Yeah. And so you see Weinstein Company, everybody's going to think Harvey and oh my god, that fucking piece of shit and they're going to they're going to protest your movie, nobody's going to watch it. So yeah, he probably would be wise to get rid of that, start something new with a non-Weinstein as the the figurehead. Let's see. Since the bombshell allegations of sexual abuse against his brother Harvey came to light in 2017, the New York Times and the New Yorker Bob uh, I don't know why I said that, largely avoided <laughs> the spotlight, distancing himself from his brother, insisting that although he believed his sibling was unfaithful to his wife, he had no idea the extent of Harvey's predatory <laughs> I would behavior. say just a little bit, yeah. There you go. <clears throat> All right, well, so here you go, Bob. Fucking put dogma back out into the world. Come on, Bob. Fucking Bob, do something right. Give Let's us go. dogma. Give us the platypie. All right, so we got our opening scroll jokes. Now we'll get into uh, we'll get into dogma here. We've talked about the Weinstein's enough. Uh, we open in Asbury Park, New Jersey. That's right. Uh, on a beach, mm-hmm. there's a man on the boardwalk just staring. It's like in the morning, you know. It looks pretty early in the morning, and he's just standing there watching like the seagulls and smiling and breathing in the air when these three little kids come up on uh, rollerblades. And every time they're on screen, you hear like the sound of swarming flies yep, or something, like bugs bees. and something. Um, but they sneak up and beat the crap out of them with their hockey sticks. And you're like, yep. what? what the fuck just happened there? Why, <laughs> yeah. why are you kids so mad at this dude? He's just standing here watching seagulls. What Wearing a very uh, particular suit. It's yeah. very interesting. Was it a suit? I thought it was like a overcoat. I think it was a suit. Looked like I mean, a, like a ragged you very kind of homeless looking guy. Yeah, yeah, obviously. And uh, so then it cuts to Red Bank, New Jersey. We meet Cardinal Glick. Cardinal Glick. Cardinal Glick, <laughs> played by the great... Late great. Late great George Jorge Carlin. Jorge Carlin. Jorge Carlin. <laughs> Rufus, Jorge Carlin. Rufus himself. My man. And him playing a cardinal is just hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it is. Honestly. <laughs> I didn't know he was in here, and then I saw, you know, when he came up, I was like, You're yeah. like, yeah. This is going to be good. George Carlin. And so he, he is worried about the numbers. You know, his the Catholic Church isn't doing the numbers it used to do. And <laughs> yeah. so he started the Catholicism Wow campaign. <laughs> Uh, 
it's time to retire the cross or was it this this holy the crucifix the holy it's scary yeah it it's a uh, i have it written down holy dear and depressing symbol jesus didn't come here to give us the willies he came to help us out and uh, came to help us out that's what he says he came to help us out so that's when they unveil unveil the buddy christ and it's amazing. Just Jesus giving a wink and giving you the finger guns. So, uh, I mean, that's obviously... <laughs> one of them's not even a gun. Oh, one's yeah, it's like a thumbs yeah, up one and one's a finger gun. One. Uh, everybody knows that meme. I had no idea that was from this from, movie. From Dogma? Yeah. yeah I've always oh. I've seen a lot, uh, well, a lot less now, but used to see like the tiny little figurines people have like on their dashboard. Yeah. Instead of like a cross or something hanging from the rearview mirror, they put the Buddy Christ on their dashboard, which is Buddy, pretty awesome. Yeah, Buddy Christ is a great symbol. Why I kind of want one, and I'll like sit on top of I my like amp my during, during gigs. I'll have my, my little Buddy Christ on stage. I like my Jesus giving me <laughs> finger guns. Yeah, I like him sitting on a dang old tell you what on my dashboard with a thumb up and a finger gun saying, I got you, buddy. I'm Jack Burton. You can also get that uh, figuring for your beer tap. Beer tap. Oh, as the, the, the lever, handle, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. By now, you can get 3D prints of them. Oh, you no can get problem. all sorts of stuff you and t shirts and all and stickers for things. But I mean, you Dogma merch is still available everywhere. Dogma, mm-hmm. the movie, not. So that's how they're making their money then is the, yeah, uh, the, the merch, the merchandising. Yeah. So we get our buddy. Yeah. The buddy Christ is amazing. And I do want one. But now we cut to an airport in Milwaukee. Which is great, because I'm sitting right here at a, a placemat that is the map of the United States. Oh, so I can there be you go. Following along where we are some, in the movie. Hey, some reference there. Yeah. yeah, I got a place. So, yeah. Um, Milwaukee, now, Wisconsin. Milwaukee, Wisconsin. That's at the right, glove right there. Right there, yeah, right below the glove. I have been to Milwaukee. Oh, no, I've been to Madison. Damn it, not Milwaukee. Mm. I haven't been to Milwaukee. Oh, you know, uh, the natives used to call it Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which meant uh, the Holy Land. Oh. Yeah. Is this. Uh, not, is you this a roast bit? I've no. Have you, do you <laughs> not, <laughs> trivia. You not remember from Wayne's World? Uh, oh yes, yes, yes. Alice yes. Cooper said that. Oh what yeah, I, that was funny because he thought he had like one line, and then like when he showed up to film that day, it, Mike Myers had changed his mind. He had this whole long monologue and this historical fucking lesson that he had given. <laughs> he was like, "I've got to fucking memorize this by when? God damn it!" But he nailed it, dude. That was one of the best gags in that movie when he just like knew everything about goes off like a history professor or something. You're like Alice fucking Cooper. Milwaukee. Milwaukee. All right. Cha. The good land. No, they were all like, we're not worthy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Now I kind of want to watch Wayne's World when I go home. In the rewatch in 2055. It is definitely in the rewatch. Yes. Very late in the rewatch. Well, hey, I didn't make the alphabet. So uh, now this airport in Milwaukee, we uh, first meet Matt Damon. He's playing Loki, which is weird because Loki's a, a Nordic a Nordic god, not a Christian god. character. Yeah. But here he is anyway. Mixing up some uh, lore here. Yeah. Yeah. Just kind of borrowing from all over the place. I, I guess. <laughs> so religion. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> so, especially Christianity. We're going to take a little of this. We're going to take that. Oh, well, you got holidays? Cool. I'm going to take some of those. We'll take some of those. <laughs> some of those. Uh, nobody knows, Nobody can pronounce solstice, so we're going to make it Easter. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and maybe, I don't know, I guess, I don't remember my Bible well enough to know if they had a name for the hand of God, because that's who Loki is. He is the wrath, so the flood, 
Sodom and Gomorrah, all the all the wrath of Old Testament angry God was Loki oh. doing it for him. Um, so I don't know what the name was for that in the Bible, or if they actually say it was it was God Himself doing it, we not, theolo- not an angel acting for him. We have a th- theologist on on our uh, network. You can oh, yeah? ask him on Friday nights. Yeah, yeah, bring it up. Well, I'm sure someone will let us know somehow, but. Yeah, David would know. Get, get at us. Get at us with that. Um, so, but he's talking to this nun, and he's recounting characters from Alice in Wonderland and comparing them to major religions, right? Like the walrus was Buddha or something. I've got know, it right here yeah. if you want to hear it. Oh, yeah. The walrus with his girth and his good nature, he obviously represents either Buddha or, or with his tusks, the Hindu elephant god, Lord Ganesha. That takes care of your Eastern religions. Now, the carpenter, which is an obvious reference to Jesus Christ, who was raised the carpenter's son, he represents the Western religions. Now, in the poem, what do they do? What do they do? They, they dupe all these oysters into following them and I'll then turn, proceed I'll turn to it up. shuck and devour the helpless creatures en masse. Now, I don't know what that says to you, but to me, it says that following these faiths based on mythological figures ensures the destruction of one's inner being. Organized religion destroys who we are by inhibiting our actions, by inhibiting our decisions, out of out of fear of some some intangible parent line. figure who who shakes a finger at us from thousands of years ago and says and says do it, do it and I'll fucking spank you. <laughs> the way you put it, I've never really thought about it like that before. What have I been doing with my life? <laughs> this poor nun. What am I? Yeah, I know. Listen, my advice to you. You take this money that you've been collecting for your parish, go get yourself a nice dress, you know? Fix yourself up. Find some man, find some woman that you can connect with, even for a moment, because that's really all that life is, sister. It's a series of moments. Why don't you seize yours? <laughs> oh, my God. Pretty good little <laughs> monologue, and he just makes us nun completely question her entire faith and everything she's done. Yeah. And during that, we didn't speak up, but while he's talking to her, we meet Bartleby, played by Ben Affleck. So we got Matt and Ben. This was still when, if you got one, you got the other. Yeah. This is early Simpler enough. Simpler times. They're still, they're still a duo. Ben hadn't started started banging Jennifer Lopez and going out on his own, and Matt he Damon wasn't, had wasn't yet. was born yet. Wasn't born yet. <laughs> yeah, because I was, damn it, I was going to start, well, along those lines, yours was better. Um, <laughs> off the top of my head, yeah. <laughs> um, he, so Bartleby, who's uh, Ben Affleck in this movie, uh, well, Bartleby in real life, uh, Ben Affleck in the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's eating popcorn, but uh, he's spitting out the popcorn. I guess uh, they're the, not allowed the to eat or anything. I don't know what it is. If he's cause yeah, because it's covered, they're not allowed to drink. We found out later they can't consume alcohol, but I don't know why you wouldn't be able to eat the popcorn. Maybe he just doesn't like the hard center that. Yeah, maybe you got to see. Because some of them don't pop all the way, and you still have like the... But he's, everything he put in his mouth, he spit out, out into a second he's What, one. just like licking the salt off of it, and, or butter, and spitting out the... That part, I need to understand why he's doing that. I get they the don't alcohol, have, yeah. but maybe it's the same reasoning. They just aren't... They're doomed to be on Earth for the rest of eternity, Time. right? Yeah. So they can't eat, they can't drink, they're punished, you know? That's... They're essentially Ken dolls down there, so they probably off, don't dude. have any. He's huh? fucking any pissed off. Bartleby's fucking pissed off at well, the yeah, situation. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I can't even eat popcorn. I can't. I can't get laid. I can't eat anything. I can't drink anything. I have to sit here in an airport in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and see just people end, watching. Yeah, well, that's see, that's what he was. He's uh, Loki was the hand of God, but Bartleby is from the Watchers, which. They're the ones that watch the humans and then report on who's sinning or what's going on. Guess what they so do. So, of course, mm-hmm. yeah, guess what they do. 
so of course he's gonna go to the place. That's why he uh in the same scene he asks, like, why do you always want to fucking sit here at the airport? He's like, mm-hmm. Well, I love to people watch. Like, see that girl there just got back from Paris? Like her fiance doesn't know she cheated on him twice. You know, so he uh gets to still kind of do his his role as an angel. And if he's gonna be so yeah, so they're stuck here till the end of the earth, and then after the end of earth, they have to sit outside the pearly gates until all eternity. Uh, yeah, I'd be pretty pissed too. So, and, but then he's sitting here and he talks to him and he goes, "Here's what I don't understand. You, you've seen God. You have been in His presence, but yet I just heard you claim to be an atheist. Now, spoiler alert: we find out later in the movie that God is a she. So why would he, again, knowing and being integral to God's plan, be calling him a he right now? Well, it's he's not. Rufus God should be God, uh, probably he's sexless. Not, it's not really he or she. That's yeah. just what he. That's what it. Essentially, it turns Appears into whatever to him. Yeah, yeah. yeah whatever he, they he, want. Uh, well, I don't want to completely spoil. I'm just, maybe someone somehow is listening to this podcast right, without right. having seen it. But uh, yeah, it is weird because Salma Hayek later is very adamant about his she, 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 she like. I don't know if she even had something. You think some man could have come up with blah, 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 whatever. Like, she had some little justification for it. But, um, so anyway, I just thought that was like... Foreshadowing. How? Yeah, like, <laughs> how are you, uh, how are you doing that? Or why, you should know better. Um, so now that we've got, we get to the main idea of the movies. They're talking, he found out that Cardinal Glick, as part of the Catholicism WOW campaign, has said anybody that walks through the doors of his church... Just by walking in. You don't have to do confession. You don't have to do last rites. Just walk through the doors. You're absolved of all sins. You've got to completely clean. It's like shaking up the Etch-A-Sketch. You're good to go. So now... Let's go blow this guy. Oh, okay. Sure, but there you have no genitals, so I'm not sure how you're going to... Now all they have to do is substantiate and become human, walk through the doors, and voila. If we die with clean souls, there's no way they can keep us out. We won't be angels anymore, but at least we get to go home. Who there sent it is. The paper? Who cares who sent the paper? <laughs> all that matters is that after all these years, we found a loophole. He can't keep us out anymore. And once we get back in, I'm sure he'll just forgive and forget. But this thing is, this is, this is, this is church law. It's not divine man. Oh, yeah. This explains church a lot right Church laws here. are fallible because they're created by man. Yes. One of the last sacred promises to Peter, first pope by the son of God before he left was whatever you hold true on earth, I, I'll hold true in heaven. It's dogmatic law. The church says it's so, God must adhere. This thing has a papal sanction. Let it never be said that your anal retentive attention to detail never and here's our opening line. Results. Can't be anal retentive if you don't have an anus. Outstanding work. <laughs> <laughs> so now, now we've got the plot of our movie. These guys is. who have been banished from heaven until the end of time have found a way to get back and that's that's how we're doing it here so now he's also saying hey i got a good idea just you know before we do this whole church and and human thing uh i mean i've been wanting, my role man i want to take this shit yeah I'll get back on his good side maybe that'll help him yeah, forgive us fucking a. let's let's pick let me get back to my old job you know and and uh they got this this company Mubi and this golden cow and that's that's kind of, I guess, the thread that ties all of Kevin James's characters together. Movie Burger. Kevin, James, Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith. Yeah, Jesus. Sorry. My my <laughs> apologies to Paul Blart for confusing <laughs> you two. Um, 
but yeah, he always ties them together through this movie character. And so they uh, utilize the bear no, no idols before me uh, in the story of Moses where they had the golden calf and Mubi is literally a cow. And, that, and the statue they have in the, the boardroom we get to in a bit is a golden calf statue. Yep. So they're pretty spot on with this. And he decides they're going to go kill all these fi- false the idolers. Idolaters. Idolaters. And get back in God's good graces. Idolaters are playing at the Dirty Dog this week. You guys should check them out, man. Friday yeah, night, I that think. That sounds like a band that Dirty Dog Idolaters. Have. The Idolaters, man. Idolaters, yeah. Not adulterers. They're next week. <laughs> They're playing next week. <laughs> um, so now, nice. we, now we go to McHenry, Illinois. We meet Beth, yes. played by Linda Fiorentino, who I haven't seen... Fiorentino. A, Fiorentino. Uh, I haven't seen her in a whole lot, but she was... Most notably in Jade, which is what uh, Seth Rogen brings up in Forty Year Old Virgin, when he's trying to teach Dave or Steve Carell to talk to that one. Be, be, be Dave Caruso from Jade. He's like, oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Okay, <laughs> but Jade is like a super sexy kind of Basic Instinct style '90s sex whodunit thriller thing. She was in Men in Black. Oh, she was in She's Men in Black. The, uh, that's right. The cat owner. She is. That's right. Yeah. Uh, I just remember that she like spent. Do you like to do it yourself? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Linda Fiorentino spends a whole lot of the movie Jade naked, if not very close to naked. So mm. there's yeah, there's that for you. Okay. Um. Hey, well, it was the '90s. I, I remember you, very Mr. specific Skin. things, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, that's kind of what I remember. I don't even remember the Men in Black thing, but I also I do remember her from yeah, this. Yeah, I, I, I totally remember. She's in it. And in, I think the next one because then too. she she ends up working with Will in the second one, right? And it might be too. She it becomes a a WIB. Well, I think uh, Tommy Lee Jones comes back in number two. They have to go get him, yeah, because he retires and they have to like un unerase his memory or something. He right? erases his own memory. Spoiler. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, sorry for whoever. Had, how have you not seen those movies? I don't know. Surely everybody listening has seen those. I always hated that spoiler thing. I don't know why I did it. No one's ever like, hey, why did you fucking spoil that shit oh, for me? Man, I was, oh, man. I'm so sorry I spoiled a 20-year-old movie. I was finally getting around movie. to this 30-year-old movie. Exactly. <laughs> Get over it. That's right. Um, so she's sitting in, chor- or in, chor- in church. Uh, the priest is talking about the homeless man that was beaten up in New Jersey, the beginning yeah. of our movie, and she is bored, which if you've ever been to a Catholic service, that goes <sighs> par for the course. Those things are horrible. I know. My mom's Catholic. Yeah. My uh, dad and stepmom and granddad were so. Why is it got to be so uh, like, like remorse? Uh, uh, you got to yeah, feel like, like you're. Uh, you got to be. You got to feel guilty. Morose is what I was uh, going to say because Catholic guilt is the whole thing. That's the whole basis of all of it. If you're not feeling guilty, you're not doing it right. Is that right? Uh, yeah, but you're here celebrating your Creator and the Lord and Savior who gave His life for everybody else. Like, shouldn't you be celebrating and like? Who wants to be worshipped by thousands of people going, oh, 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 If you showed That Catholic, sounds terrible. <laughs> yeah. If Jesus, showed, that's why he's not coming back. He's looking down like, those are my followers? Fuck it. I'm staying up here. Well, he needs, <laughs> deal with it. He needs to show them the Baptists, you know? Fuck that's it. right. Yeah. Yeah. Dancing down the aisles and doing backflips <laughs> like Belushi and shit. Yeah. <laughs> you say, we need more James Brown in our church. That's what we need. <laughs> exactly. Go on my shoulder. There is a whole Eddie. Jesus on my shoulder all day long. Jesus on my shoulder. Jesus on my shoulder. 
gonna fall off my chair because yeah, I got Jesus Christ here. <laughs> Jesus is full-grown man. Get off my shoulder, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe it's baby Jesus from Talladega Nights. I like to think of my Jesus <laughs> yeah. as baby Jesus, yeah. Or buddy Christ. Come on. It's a little buddy Christ statue. That'd work. Uh, so after church, she goes to work at Planned Parenthood. Of course, there's the protesters outside. Uh, and she goes in. We meet Janine Garofalo. And uh, I mean, there's a lot of good lines. She's like, can't you talk to them? And she goes, no, I'm Jewish. They hate us even more ever since we <laughs> killed the guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she talks about getting laid and and God, you know, you need to do all this. It's, uh, whatever she says, I think God is dead. And Garofalo's like, yep, the sign of a true Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty funny scene. Uh, so next we meet Azrael. Azrael, yes. Uh, Jason Lee, who is going door to door to be an A, one like of my AC technician, absolute favorite actors. Uh, Jason Lee's good. I like Jason Lee uh, in this mostly, but this is he, where he I was first great learned in, about him. Great in Almost Famous. He did a fucking great job in Almost Famous. Oh really? He was the uh, the singer, Jeff Beebe. Oh, oh boy. Of, uh, I have Stillwater. He's the singer Stillwater. Why wasn't it in our in the rewatch? I don't know. What's your problem, bro? Hey, man, there's a fuckload of movies, all right? Some of them fall through the cracks. What's your problem, bro? Uh, Van Damme wasn't in it, so I didn't care. <laughs> uh, but he's going door-to-door asking about air conditioning. And so he finds out, you have central air? Oh, yeah, we do. In, in every room of the house? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, the three goons roll up behind her, and you hear the bees swarming, and they kill her. Hockey stick through the back. Yeah. They're like... Razor sharp hockey sticks, apparently. Like sides. I mean, you put enough force through anything, it'll That's go through true. anything, I guess. Yeah, and they are demon kids, so yeah. that could work. Um, let, he kills the they kill the woman and he goes and turns the AC up and stands in front of the vent. And he's like, No joy, no whatever, no blessed sin is as good as central air. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh that becomes their headquarters. And uh, also, he says that the powers will try to contact the last Zion. So I need you three to shuffle her loose the mortal coil, as it were. Go Suffer kill her. her loose. Sh- yeah. Shuffle her. Yeah, you know, Shuffer. shuffle the mortal coil. You know that you've heard that expression? Nope. No. Oh. But, well, mortal. So you take off the mortal coil. You're not a living anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Okay. The mortal coil. The mortal coil. Say Playing, that, uh, say that three times fast. No shit, right? <laughs> that is a tongue twister. Mortal Fuck your coil. unique New mortar York. <laughs> mortar, brick and mortar. Brick and mortar. <laughs> brick and up. moral. Moral oral. Moral oral. <laughs> um, uh, so now we cut back to Beth. She's praying, you know, getting ready for bed, praying before she goes to sleep. And all of a sudden she gets woken up by Alan fucking Rickman comes back. I Who mean, cares? Uh, everybody shoot the glass. Everybody cares when Alan Rickman shows up in a movie. A young Alan Rickman too. I'm pretty young. I mean, 1999. This is a bit after Die Hard, but yeah, still pretty young. Alan Rickman. Uh, he makes a fiery entrance, saying, yeah, he does. "I am the Metatron, the voice of the one true God. Behold, I am the Metatron, the voice of the one." And he just repeats of the that one repeats true God. That. And uh, Herald of the Almighty, and that voice. I don't care that I was asleep and now you're in my bedroom in the middle of the night. I'd be like, holy fuck, Alan Rickman. What's yeah, going right? on, man? <laughs> and then she rolls over to grab the, what, she it was a bat from, oh, that's, uh, uh, from under her bed? Yeah, she she hits him with the fire extinguisher and he's like, what the fuck? I'm, I'm the one soaking wet and you're worried. That is not rich. But then she's like, 
You got to go wander around in robes and hot, hang out with fucking who is that weird little troll from Bill and Ted? Never Station. Station. Remember Station, the second one where they never saw it. It's been uh, a while. All right, well, it's been a very long while. So past that chapter. Sorry. Yep. Sorry. Never mind. Somebody's like, yeah, Station. There's one listener in their car right now going, oh fuck yeah, Station reference. <laughs> um. So now. Oh, damn it. I'm messing up here. Where are you? We're getting done with that. Now he he gets the maracas out, gets her back to her house, right? And she wakes up thinking, well, this is this is all, all a dream. Okay, but then she reaches under a pillow, finds the maracas. What? She thought she smelled a fishy smell, but that was just her. That actual, that was her baseball bat fish that she dropped <laughs> earlier? Yeah, it wasn't her baseball bat fish. <laughs> what? <laughs> You're trying to make a... Vagina yeah. joke there? It's a vagina joke. That's Only good. people with a sense of humor would get it. Well, luckily, God has one. Just yeah. look at the platypus. <laughs> exactly. Thank you, uh, God. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> can, I get a th- can, I get you, can I get it? Thank you, Jesus. So the next night, uh, she's closing up shop and uh, walking out to her car, and the three kids roll up, you know, swarming bees and, and uh, rollerblades and that whole thing. And she is going for the pepper spray she has on her keys. But she drops them, and so one uses the hockey stick and throws it under the car so she can't reach it. And uh, Good move. Yeah, great, good move on their part. Great move. And right when they're just about to lay loose, you hear, Snooge to the motherfucking booge! And this is when <laughs> Jay and Silent Bob come jumping in and beat the fuck out of these kids. The music, very... Yeah, it's very dramatic. Wes Craven. Start, don't they start pounding? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a little intimidating. Yeah, scare the shit out of you. There it is, <laughs> and they pummel the fuck out of these kids. With a bunch of and onomatopoeias, like flashing on the screen, bang! No. <laughs> That'd be great. That'd be great if he did that, but he did not do that. Um, all right, so they take them, and then they immediately try to fuck Beth. <laughs> oh, as per, and uh, it's like, well, they, they, as they do, yeah, as we like they to do. hang out at abortion clinics. We hang out at abortion clinic because why else would they be here unless they like to fuck? <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Yeah. So, but she tells him no one walks away, and Jay goes off on one of his rants. Like, this like, is fucked back, up, man. Yeah, this, what the fuck? We saved this bra, and she yeah. doesn't want to bang us. And <laughs> yeah, so we can go back to Jersey. I can kick the shit out of kids in Red Bank and make myself a profit. <laughs> profit. 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 And then you hear Alan Rickman's lovely voice. Two. Two profits. Two of them. She's like, oh, you're fucking kidding me. Yeah. So we cut to uh, Matt and Ben. They're going gun shopping. <laughs> and I, I mean, it's just, it's a short little thing, but I bring it up only because I love when he's talking. <laughs> he has the line, mass genocide is the most exhausting physical activity one can engage in next to soccer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so it's pretty funny. Now back to Beth with Jane Bob. They're at a diner. Nice, nice, classy 24 hour greasy spoon type of diner. My favorite places. Like I Waffle love House places. or something. Yeah. Um, much like Bob's. Diner back in Manhattan, Kansas, for my local listeners. That place, oh God, three o'clock in the morning. I Sounds good. At the bars, woo, Bob's. You couldn't beat it. Bob, Bob, Bob Gale. Bob, yeah, it could have been. Could have been <laughs> Bob. 
You know, he was never there, probably because he's too busy working on the next Back <laughs> to the Future video game or whatever to keep <laughs> funding his own diner and keep the doors open. Um, but so Jay is talking about how they came to Sherman, Illinois, or they came looking for Sherman, Illinois because of that stupid fuck John Hughes. And then John Hughes had all these movies like Sixteen Candles and all and Breakfast Club That's where right. everybody's fucking all these chicks and they figure they could come down here and just get in on some of that. But there is no such thing as Sherman, Illinois. It's not a real place. And uh so they're gonna go back to Jersey and she needs to go there and they're like, All right. Just so we, further solidifies that they're the the prophets. Yeah. And uh so you can ride with us, but are you gonna fuck? And she's like, No, nobody's fucking anybody. So like, well what if you know, what if the world's about to end when we only have five minutes? And she's like, okay, in that very highly unlikely situation, sure yes. like, I knew it. She's a slut. She's a slut. <laughs> Bong. <laughs> Even bongs. And then he what goes, so you do anal? <laughs> like, that's I was like, Jesus Christ, Bong. dude. And so now we're going to drive to New Jersey. He's like, okay, but I'm driving. And now we cut to the highway and they've got something on Beth's in the back seat of her own fucking car. Yeah. And they're just speeding and like you can hear the engine racing and they're like doing this little head dance, just cruising along, and she leans forward and goes, What, what gear, gear are you in? in? You, gear? <laughs> and the fucking engine goes, like I have ever drove before. <laughs> this is that's his defense. What do I know about shifting? Like I ever drove before. <laughs> then why the fuck did you volunteer to drive, you dick? Um which uh I do love. Then it's a good. That was one of my uh, standout parts, I guess, from always draw having this gear, gear. Yeah, um, I so hardly that, know gear. Gear, yeah, you brought you here. <laughs> um, so now, now we're on a bus, right? The two angels are they're they're riding a bus to Jersey, <laughs> and uh, Loki or Ben calling him out like you probably don't even know how to do your job anymore. It's been so long, and he goes, "Oh no, no, I still got it." Check this out right here. This is adultery. And he's like, well, I happen to know because I'm a watcher. That's what I do. But how do you know? I want to hear your reasoning. It's like, well, look, I mean, look at the two of them fucking making out. And he has a wedding ring on. Wedding ring, yep. It's like, so you don't think that's his wife? He's like, no married man kisses his wife like that. <laughs> so then he has to interrupt the guy. And he's like, are you married? And the dude's like, what the fuck do you think? And shows him the ring. He's like, oh, okay. They go back to making out. And they go back to making out. Taps one to her. Not that it's any of your fucking business, but no. And then he looks over at Ben. He pulls the gun out, and it's a good it's a good editing clip because it cuts like the flashes of the gun and people screaming. Bus gets to a stop, and everybody runs off of it. Uh, it's fucking hilarious. And then he Ben is just standing there quiet, and all of a sudden Matt Damon's like, "Whose house? Ron's house." I say, "Whose house?" Ron's house. Say what? Say whose house? So I was like celebrating as they walk down the highway. If I'm not mistaken, that's a Desert Eagle he's got there. It's a is that a fifty? A fifty cal, yeah. It's a definitely a heavy piece of hardware. Who was the uh, who's the actor that's playing the guy making out with the chick? He's definitely had had some other roles. Right? I'm sure he's like a small time character actor. Guy. Uh, no, that's Scott Mosier. If I'm not mistaken, he plays. Yeah. He's, he's always in the Kevin Smith movies as well. Um, His character name is Smoochin' Seaman. Smoochin' Seaman? Smoochin' yeah. Seaman. But that's Scott Mosier, right? Yeah, Scott Mosier. Oh, yeah. he's one of one of Kevin Smith's guys. He's like, in like he's in the Viewskew like production team. He's sure. like a okay. he does something. It's on, like they were always it's those, like Rob Schneider those and three Adam little Sandler. unknown guys in all the Adam <laughs> Sandler movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Walt Flanagan as well. He's in all the. 
He's the one at the eggs and the clerks, the professor that Oh, the yeah, eggs. yeah, yeah, okay. And, you know, yeah, they talk about his dog a lot. Like, he runs faster than Walt Flanagan's dog. Oh, yeah, okay. Walt Flanagan. Walt Flanagan is... One, and if you ever watch the comic book guys, he's like one of the comic no, book I, guys. I never watched that. I do, I do like comic books. I should give it a shot, but I don't know. I never got into it. I don't know if Walt Flanagan's in this movie, actually. I have no idea. What a we'll, name. We'll get there. Yeah, that's his Walt real name. Walt Flanagan. Makes me think of uh, the the main bad guy from the Stephen King universe is... Oh, that's Randall Flagg. Never mind. He Not does sound like a villain. Yeah, right? Walt Flanagan. Yeah, it's very... Uh, it, I'll get you, Walt Flanagan. That's like the bad guy in a Western. Fucking took it over took over Tombstone. Walt Flanagan. In his yeah, he is in this. He plays one of the protesters. Oh, okay. Number two. Protester number two. Yeah, Protester see, like, number two. He, he's super close to Kevin Smith, and he gets extras, and but like they're kind of funny extras. Well, yeah, but you, you still make a good amount of money. You're always going to have a little role oh, in the movie. I don't think and, he's complaining at all. Oh, like, no, that's you, just and you is. don't have the celebrity part to worry about. You're just going to fucking go home and lead a normal life outside <laughs> Most of people aren't going to know who you are. No, nobody's going to be like, <laughs> are you the fucking egg guy from Clerks? Holy shit. Protester number two. Dude, you can't believe you're in this grocery store. Shouldn't you be over in the... the Freezer section with the eggs? What are you doing over here, man? <laughs> Walt Flanagan plays like five characters in Clerks. Does he? Yeah. Well, because he didn't have enough funding for action. a bunch of actors had to reuse everybody. <laughs> it's the same reason that uh, the dude's in Django Unchained twice, James yeah. Remar, because Quentin Tarantino didn't Killed have a budget. You too quick. You gotta come back. <laughs> he, did, he didn't have a budget for another actor. So tell you what, Remar, you just suit yourself up with somebody else. Um, all right. So now back at Beth's car. Obviously, she's never wanted to interact with these guys. I don't want anything to do with them. But according to Alan Rickman, she's going to need them. But at this point, she's done. Yet again, for like the fifth out of the 30 times in this movie, she gets fed up and wants nothing to do with them. She's like, fuck it. I'm walking back to Milwaukee. I don't... I don't even know why I thought or this was not a good Mil- idea. Not Milwaukee. They were in Milwaukee. Wherever she was in Illinois. Yeah. I don't know like, why the I'm, fuck. I, where are they in the map right now? So they were, they went south a bit. They were in Illinois. So they were heading east straight across. Because it's a straight shot over from Illinois straight over to Jersey. They start in, in Illinois? Yeah. She was in Illinois. Milwaukee was where uh, Ben and Low Matt Dan- Yeah. Okay. So they're there. So, and so we're now in Illinois. That's south of well, They might have made it into Indiana. or I don't know how far they made it before her engine exploded. But they're... We'll say Indiana it's somewhere. It's good to have a map. Yeah, it's hard it's to nice. picture this kind of stuff because I don't know the East Coast as much as I, as well as no, I know I the, the West Coast. And you probably know the Midwest and like the I middle the, better. I got the middle section. That's where you grew up, you yeah. know? Um, I barely know what kind of states are around us. I, I saw our bordering states around us, uh, Texas here. Yeah. If you had a a blank U.S. map, right, mm-hmm. and all the, all the, uh, the states were lined out, could you fill that sucker out? Uh, the, the original 13 would probably get a little money because they're so fucking tiny. So tiny. And who gives a fuck about the North Whoa. East, New England, you know what I mean? Nobody cares. Whoa, I care about the chowder they make. <laughs> I'm kidding, New England listeners. I have always wanted to go up to that area. I've never been, that's the only area I don't think I've ever been at at all. So I've been to oh. New York. How was it? The island? I went to, uh, I was or in, upstate. I uh, went to Manhattan. Yeah. I've been to uh, Times Square, which is in Manhattan. I've been to <laughs> uh, I've been to Pennsylvania. I went to Independence Hall, so I've been yeah. there. Uh, we went to some Jersey, which is pretty close. That's all kind That's of around it. It's it's crazy because you hear about all these places and like where I grew up, like Kansas to wherever. That's a huge fucking drive. 
But Let's when, you get, when you get over here to like Philadelphia, New Jersey, and Connecticut and all that, like everything's just a couple hours from New York. You, all these fucking places, it's such a close cluster of, of cities and places over here. Um, so yeah, we're, we're just talking about where we think they're probably Indiana somewhere before her engine blew up. So they're, she's going to walk back. I don't know. I think if she came from Illinois, like, I don't know exactly where from Illinois, but even at the border, if they was driving that much with on first, mm. they didn't get very far. Probably not. No, not. They don't think they crossed states yet, but yeah, it's possible. Depends. depends. I could, I could simply just scroll back in my notes a little bit and see what town in Illinois she was in, but I'm not going to. Um, so she storms off and, uh, Jay just ain't having it. He's like, I fell in love with you. He fell, we fell in love with you. Guys like us just don't fall out of the sky, you know? And of course, all of a sudden, boom, Chris Rock fucking lands and hits the pavement. And his immediate reaction, instead of, holy shit, a dude just fell out of the sky, was, beautiful naked big-titted women just don't fall out of the sky, you know? <laughs> it's worth a try, right? Hey, hey man. Guys like us just don't fall out of the sky. Somebody, he's like, that's smart. Well, yeah, why not? Well, apparently, if, if apparently me are, saying that works. If wishes are being granted right That's now. Right. Fucking keep making Give it a them. shot. <laughs> and of course, no beautiful, naked, big titted woman falls out of the sky. But Chris Rock stands. What do you say? Did that suck? <laughs> yeah. And they thought that someone had thrown him out of an airplane, like in Passenger 57. Yeah. See if there's a note on him. <laughs> Um, and so he gets up, he has a little scroll tucked behind his ear. Yeah. Like, oh, no wonder, dude. He's rocking the gonge. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, not a joy. And so Chris Rock is... Uh, I was really thrown off on at how skinny Chris Rock is. Yeah. He is a very, very skinny guy. And I will say, and to his credit, this is one of the few times Chris Rock has been in a movie where he, at least early, when he was known as a stand-up comedian, where he didn't just do the Chris Rock stand-up Mm. our as his with character the, with the finger and yeah because like he was in lethal weapon four and they even oh man they gave him a scene where he just gets to go off on one of his chris rock rants and do his <laughs> whole thing i was like jesus christ knock it off with this or dennis leary and demolition man where he got to do his little pace yeah. back and forth and rant like dennis leary Fuck. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um so he doesn't do that in this and i was glad like okay you're actually doing a character and fucking participating in the movie instead yeah. of being Chris Rock. Um, so it turns out he's the 13th apostle. And they're like, well, there were only, there were only 12 apostles, motherfucker. I know that much at least. And he's like, of course. They left me out because I'm black. <laughs> and uh, and so then he's talking about Jesus. And Jesus is also black. But you can't, you can't cut the main guy out of the Bible. So they made him a white dude, left me <laughs> out. There we go. And they're like, you knew Jesus. I'm like, no. Brother owes me 12 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. It was like, the, the the little scroll behind his ear was a uh, a note from Jesus saying "See you in two years." Is like really, it told me when I was going to die. It really took all the fun out of the rest of my time here, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is true. Like if you knew when you're, I guess if you knew when you're going to die, you go do whatever the fuck you want in the meantime because you know, I go speeding down the road, go I don't know, try any crazy dangerous thing you've ever wanted to do but been too scared because you know it's not going to kill you. Yeah, and what? How does he die? Get stoned to fucking death. Oh, yeah, you were stoned to death. Well, that's one way to say it. Another way is to say <laughs> I was bludgeoned to death by some big fucking rocks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, so Lucas. I guess maybe there is a little bit of Chris rocking going on in here. But uh, so we get to Mooby Burger, of course. <laughs> we got to go to Mooby, and Chris Rock is eating. And, and uh, wasn't there like a pop up of that restaurant here in Austin not too long ago? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I saw something like that on Reddit. 
Could have been. Like, maybe when that last Jay and Silent Bob reboot or whatever came out. Because, like, when the Simpsons movie came out, a lot of the 7-Elevens changed themselves to look like the Quickie Mart. Quickie Mart. You know, and there was even a bar that tried to, I think, like Mo's bar. It turned into Mo's bar. Yeah. Nickel City, I think. So, I mean, places would do that for a while. I'm sure they get a lot of money to do it for the promotion. So, maybe. Mo- I'd go no, eat a no, movie burger. Not maybe, movie. Movie. <laughs> um, so, we're sitting there, and this is where Los's open line came from. As he's right. talking, and he's like, he, he knows everything about people. And uh, oh, because up in heaven, you know, they got nothing else to do but sit and watch the living. So that's why he tells Jay that he masturbates more than anyone on the planet. It's like, yeah, okay. Everybody knows that. Yeah, when you do it, you're thinking of guys. And Silent Bob looks at him like shocked. Dude, not all the time. Dude, come on. So he tells Beth about. Uh, something that she's never told anybody about a kid that she knew. Oh, she lost a kid. Or no, there was a kid at a school when they were growing up, right? That made fun of her or something. And then um, he died like two weeks later of leukemia. Something that she like yeah, never felt sad about. Anybody. Um, but that's like where she starts breaking down a bit. Like this is getting becoming a lot. This is like a real thing. You know, yeah. the whole thing could be the uh, Metatron could have been a dream. Like all yeah, of this, it's like now, but this is really hitting home and it's starting to really collect on her and she starts to. Uh, so he's making her, but he's like talking her into it, making her feel better and capable. Um, like referring to her as like, you sound like, you sound like the man. You sound yeah. like him. Like you sound just like him because he knows who she is. So like, yeah, like you sound just like, like it yeah. runs in the, it runs in the fam, you know, yeah. <laughs> sounds just like him, man. And you can't give up, you know, you know, what's going to happen. Well, you don't know what's going to happen, but you, you know what you got to do. Like, you have mm-hmm. to do this. Like, think about Jesus. He was uh Yeah, you think this is hard this. for you. Think what he had to do. Yeah, man. Like, he was a kid. Like, how long do you think it takes uh, a kid learning about that to, like, fully accept it? You know, there was this gap in the Bible when he was this age to this That's age. That's when he was, like, wandering the desert and that whole part that we're not supposed to know about. Yeah. Also, a lot of story bro- is broken down here about uh, why she should do yeah. it. And like- well, there's some here, but there's a lot more later at the campfire. But yeah, there's it, it yes. starts here. Um, so then as they're talking and having their heart-to-heart, they notice that Jay and Silent Bob have wandered off. I'm like, where the hell did they go? Well, of course, they went to the strip club that's right there. <laughs> we go into the strip club. We got Jackson 5 playing, and Salma Hayek is our stripper, much like she did in Dusk Till Dawn. Um, she get typecast again. God, and so she's dancing and she's using her, you can hear the little like chiming sound as she looks over these guys on the left side of the stage and you hear her working her powers and they bring out money. And then she looks over at Jay and Silent Bob and you hear the sound again and they bring up more money. And so the two guys are competing back and forth for who can offer the most money and get the attention of Selma Hayek. And that which- guy is <laughs> in the View Askew universe as well. He plays a ton of people. In, the other uh, one? Chasing Amy. Um, uh, he He's all the all the other ones, mall rats and yeah. But anyways, yeah, he's that the the dude. Uh, he's who does he play? At first, he plays the white the the like black supremacist guy that like pulls out a gun during the comic con and chasing Amy. I uh, see chasing Amy. I haven't seen. I think only oh really? Saw that one. Okay, it's been a long time since I've seen that one. I just remember Ben Affleck tries to angle a threesome because yeah. he found out his girlfriend is a or used to be a lesbian and. 
Also, no, Chasing Amy is about uh, the comic two comic book writers, um, Jason Lee and Ben Affleck, and they're just going through their thing. Yeah, with but their he's comic dating. Book. Uh, he gets to date Joy Joy Lord yeah. Adams, and he finds out that doesn't like date her. She's a lesbian. She gets introduced as a lesbian, and then he sort of falls in love with her, and then he. It's about him chasing Amy. It's yeah, because him trying to chase her. One guy tells him that. Yeah, one time she got down and started blowing me, and my other friend got behind her and started fucking her. It was like finger a Chinese cuffs. finger trap. She's finger cuffs. In and she, she confirmed the story, and then ever since then, like he just couldn't handle the fact that she would have done that with somebody, and he can't have sex with her because she's a lesbian. Or, right? Right. Okay, see, it's been a long time, but I just remember he's like, there's only one thing left to do, and she's like, oh, fuck, don't. Don't say it. We've got to have a threesome. She's like, okay, fuck you. <laughs> That the the I don't know if you're having troubles in a relationship, listeners. The answer is never, ever. Let's just have a threesome. That's right. That's never gonna make it better. <laughs> um, but back to Salma Hayek. Uh, she's serendipity, the muse, and of course that would work great when you need to inspire people to give you money. Um, That's right. So we get to see her in in little bra and panties dancing around. Now we go back to the movie boardroom where Matt and Ben are sitting off in the corner. They get into the main boardroom somehow. Um, and Ben gets up and walks around, has a good monologue, right? About... What does he talk about? Well, he talks about movie and how many burger chains and movies now and comic books and action figures and dolls and all the things that that they've got now. And also during this, Matt Damon comes up with... He's been carving an onion. Mm-hmm. And he sets it down and he's like... Do you believe in voodoo? <laughs> and they just like drop that thing in there and then and then go on with it. And so now he sneezes. That's right, he sneezes and looks around <laughs> right. and there's like a little bit of silence and huh. Okay. So now Ben walks around the table, going one by one to like all the sins of everyone. Like you left, you told your wife you were doing something, but flew off to an island with a twelve year old boy. Now you've done this and you whatever, like tears them all apart and gets to the main CEO and it's like, you're the worst of them all. I can't even say it out loud. And he whispers into his ear and you don't hear, you don't get to hear what he says at all, but the guy like breaks down because like, oh fuck. How does anyone and, know that? And then as he stops talking, Matt Damon goes, you're his father, you sick fuck. And there's one woman in there and he's like, you, you're innocent. You're a pure soul. Good job. Big thumbs up, like right in your face. <laughs> yeah. and she jumps off. So Ben's done, and now it's Matt's turn. And he's like, what about this voodoo doll? It really does look like you. And then he slams and smashes the voodoo doll, and the guy freaks out. And he's like, I'm just kidding. I don't believe in any yeah. of that shit, dude. I don't fucking believe it. But I do believe in this. And pulls out his fucking desert eagle and starts fucking laying waste. And so it cuts to outside the boardroom, and you're just like seeing the door and hearing the screams of the guns. Don't run. And you hear him going, hey, don't run. What are you doing? Hey, hey. Um, and so kills everyone but the lady. And she's like, well, you're a pure soul, so you get to go. You're free. Go ahead. Run, run. <laughs> yeah. Wait, you didn't say God bless you when I sneezed. Yeah. <laughs> and points the guy's like, Loki. All right, you got off lucky. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, gum? dude. Yeah, gum. And then offers her a stick of gum after he almost shot her in the fucking face. What if uh, he shot you in the face? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, how do you explain that? These two guys came in and murdered them, and then they're yeah. on like this witch hunt for looking for them, and they, you know, what the fuck? Yeah. They're on a mission from God. There are so many, like, because, I mean, 
I, I, I don't know how many you times see, I've seen this. We're on a mission from. There it is. But uh, there are a few lines that always stand out, and uh, you didn't say God bless you when I sneezed is like a big memorable line, at least for me on this. That and gear. Um, so now back at the strip club, they're sitting down. Selma's done with her bit. You know, she finds out that Beth is the last Zion. Um, and talks about her tits. We just watched her grab her tits. Um, but she says, I've inspired 19 of the 20 top grossing films of all time. 19? He goes, yeah, the one with the kids and the house. I'm, ah! I did nothing to do with that piece of shit. So <laughs> Home Alone's the only one she had yeah. nothing to do with, but everything else. Um, I've been Home Alone too. I've been <laughs> yeah, too Home Alone. I am too Home Alone. Um also talks about how the writers of the Bible really twisted it around and fucked women over. I think this is where we find out that, she, or she says God is a woman. Of course God's a woman. The writers of the Bible really just hated women, so they twisted around everything's the woman's fault now, original sin, the whole apple. Everything's a woman's fault. And the only fucking woman in it for any length of time is a prostitute. Like, it hates women. Um... And then during this, we see the toilets overflowing, and we get the Golgotha and the shit demon, <laughs> which apparently uh, up on the hill where they were crucifying people, obviously when you die, you void your bowels. Mm -hmm. And so all this shit from people that have been crucified all those times just gathered and... Became a monster. Somehow became a shit demon, the Golgotha. And so it's like firing shit around the bar. Everybody's taking cover, and it's like putting up its arm and shooting off and shit splatters against the walls. It's like, it's disgusting. And I'm sure there are action figures of Golgothan too. I bet you can get a little Golgothan to have on the dashboard of your car as you cruise around it. Buddy Golgothan. If, you, if you're really Buddy Golgothan giving you the finger gun and the thumbs up. But uh, finally, Jay has the brilliant idea to get up to its face and spray it with some banaka. No, the Bob does. Yeah, yeah, Bob. Did I say Jay? Yeah. It's yeah, not Banaka, it's like an air freshener. It's a, like a mouth... No, air like a, a Jim Carrey like and from, Dumb and yeah. Dumber. No, it's air freshener. And, but it says it, it knocks knocks strong odors out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so it might be. So he sprays it. Oh, yeah, a, because they make... It was either before or after this... Um, Jay farts. Yeah, he farts like, why do you and carry he sprays that? it. Mm -hmm. yeah. oh, oh, he carries it just because Jay farts. Yeah. Okay, so it's just a... It's a fart Like knocker. a Lysol can or something? Yeah. <laughs> or Febreze, essentially pre Febreze, but essentially Febreze. Okay, so now pre Febreze, pre Febreze, that's a tough one too. Pray yeah. Febreze, pray Febreze. There are times at work I am praying for praying a Febreze. <laughs> Please, somebody. Um. So yeah, they knock it out, and they're going to go about their day or their day, their quest. And uh, Selma's like, "I'll stay here and wait till he wakes up and try to get some information out of him. You guys do your thing." And uh. So now Ben and Matt are about to fly. They're like, fuck it, dude. We can just get our wings out and fucking fly to Jersey. We're angels. Who gives a shit? And this is where Israel stops them. It's like, you have no idea what the fuck you're doing. Like, they've tapped the last Zion. You, uh, you're pissing people off on both sides. <laughs> Obviously, you can't prove God wrong, and they're going to try to stop you from that. But now, now Satan's pissed off because you're going to succeed where he never could. So everybody's looking for you, too. You got to keep a low fucking profile. I'm like, well, oh, oh no, that's what I was about to, it's like, well, then why aren't you worried about it? But that's later. Yeah. So now we're all on a train. We're, we're cruising into, this is real planes, trains, and automobiles type of movie, huh? <laughs> um, so now 
Chris Rock is talking about ideas versus beliefs, right? He's talking with Beth again. He's like, beliefs are bad. Beliefs can't be changed. Ideas can be changed. Everybody should have a good idea. Um, but beliefs, no. That's where that's where shit gets dangerous. So now it turns out that Ben and Matt are also on the train. Now Matt Damon's hanging out with Jay and Silent Bob, pretending he's smoking pot with them too. Mm-hmm. It's funny because like Jay takes a hit and like hits the table. So Matt Damon like fakes one and then also like okay. <laughs> he's just so awkward because he doesn't know how to get high. Um Well they're they're not supposed Because like, they can't do that. I either. think they're not allowed to imbibe anything. anything. They're they are doomed to the earth just to watch it. So he's faking it and Matt or Ben Affleck's talking with Beth and pretending to have beers and um finds out like she, she didn't believe in God because she got dumped when she couldn't have kids. And what about you? And he goes, yeah, breakups are hard. I also had a breakup of sorts, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, what if they can, in like, what it means imbibe alcohol? Like, most of that drink is not alcohol. So, like, yeah. let's say, like, a beer is only 5%, right? So what if they can drink? Well, I think, like, th- when Alan Rickman was taking shots, he was getting something. He was just spitting out the alcohol. Like, he was separating That's the alcohol That's what I'm saying. Somehow. Maybe they can't. They're angels. Might be. Yeah. Like, why not? We don't know they're, you know, they're a nanny yeah. on the inside. That's kind of what I always assumed they're it perfect, was. Like, right? Because why else would you even take a shot? You just want that nothing but the taste of straight tequila? Could be. That's kind of what I thought. So I thought he was I separating thought the alcohol, like taking the shot and then just spitting the alcohol But part then he would spit out. less back out. Yeah. And it looked like he was still spitting a shot's worth mm-hmm. out. Oh, I thought it At was less. At least in that one shot. Yeah. I thought it looked like it was less. Maybe it wasn't. I mean, because where is Ben putting, like, uh, where is uh, Bartleby putting all these beers? Like, there's a bunch of empty beers next yeah, to him. Yeah, I don't know. Is he pouring them like, out somehow? <laughs> Someone <laughs> would eventually notice a pile of beer. Yeah. <laughs> he goes for a walk and just lets it drip out of his leg like, like Andy Dufresne. Yeah. <laughs> you never really look at a man's shoes. Yeah. So, uh, but here's where Beth lets slip about their quest. Yep. Because she's very drunk. He's like, I guess what the fuck I'm supposed to do. Like, how can I? You'd never believe it if I yeah. told you. Like, yeah. She's like still just kind of in disbelief. And he's like, well, give me a shot. Let me look, tell me. Let's see. <laughs> and, it's like the Dumb and Dumber scene. Uh, the girl's at the bar and meets Harry. Yeah. And she's ranting about uh, Jim Carrey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, well, or they're the one where they're talking and. Jim Carrey's just annoyed as fuck, and she's talking about her ex-husband. I don't care. <laughs> and then guess what he did? No one, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Um, God. This man oh, comes home drunk at yeah. three in the morning. <laughs> well, that's a good time. It was better than three in the afternoon. Decided he was going to make over the kitchen or something yeah. like that. <laughs> um, so now, as they're talking, Chris walks in. Chris Rock comes walking in. And is like, oh, fuck, mm-hmm. Bartleby. And Ben's like, oh, fuck the apostle. And like, wait, what? So now um, they bit of a scuffle, right? Uh, Silent Bob grabs Ben Affleck and throws him off the bus, or the bus, the fucking train. Yeah. And we get an Indiana Jones line where he says, no, no ticket. ticket. <laughs> uh, a nice, li- nice little doft there, doft and then That's caps. Right. Um, so now Ben and Matt are standing on, like in a parking lot, a, a or parking something. lot or yeah. something. They just both are off, They get both got thrown off because they got thrown off the train. So they're in somewhere, and uh, Ben has a big monologue about how mad he is at God, and he's like, "We've got to dispatch our dispatchers. We got to go home. It is our time." 
And uh, Matt's like, dude, you've I've got. I've heard that before. Yeah, I've heard man. that. You sound like the fucking. You the sound morning like the morning star. star, dude. Fucking Lucifer, bro. Fuck that. Fuck, Fuck that. that. <laughs> <laughs> but Ben does end up talking him into it anyway. So now we get the campfire scene where Beth is really doubting. Like this is too heavy. This is this is way too much. And these here's fuck, these people are now are coming. Yeah, uh, it's like, real. The, ever so and, real. These are the I angels can't I pretend, have to stop? Yeah, I can't pretend that angels aren't real anymore. And then, like, how? so how the fuck am I supposed to do this? And I could die. If I fail, everybody dies. If I don't, I might have to die to do this. And I don't know. Uh, this is where Chris Rock's like, yeah, Jesus also had his doubts, you know? Like, you're, you're not the right, first one. Is, Imagine yeah. how this boy felt. But I think he did all right, you know? And we also find out that she is the great, 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 Sister, great, grand, uh, grand, sister like niece or something. No, because it was like, well, Mary was a virgin. It's like Jesus yes. was born without Mary knowing a man's touch. That's true. But to think that a married couple never got down, they had other kids. Well, that's just straight ignorant. Yeah. So yeah, it'd be niece because it'd be like Jesus's siblings' kids. Jesus is my uncle. <laughs> yeah, he may be your homeboy, but he's my uncle. Um, <laughs> and so I love he does this whole thing about you are the great descendant of Jesus, and Jay's only response. That made Bethany part black. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> I mean, technically, yes, I guess it does. So she freaks out and just walks out into this lake for whatever reason. Because that's what she you goes do. And yells at God. That's what you do when you need to yell at God is walk out into a lake fully dressed. Still. It's like you know how Jenny from Forrest Gump tries, stands up on in, a in the ledge. pool. Oh, <laughs> for the water again yeah. when she goes to the waiting Stands room. up on the ledge, about to jump off. This is her. That was her moment. Like, yeah, but we don't have Freebird playing yeah. at this <laughs> point. <laughs> <laughs> so this is when our old Rickman shows back up and has a similar talk to what Chris Rock just did about, you know, could you imagine telling a fucking eight-year-old that he's got to save all of existence and die to do it? Like, this shit's heavy, but we wouldn't have picked you if we didn't think you could handle it. Yeah. So uh, now he he pulls a little night crawler and like teleports them to a, a place when they're all sitting. It's like a really fancy restaurant or something. They go to. And they're sitting around this table, and uh, well, he says he tells Jason Silent Bob that he's the voice of God, and Jay's like, "Yeah, where's the rest of them?" <laughs> <laughs> Which is fucking great. Um, so we find out God loves skee ball. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't? Who doesn't love skee ball? Uh, Deadpool even loves skee-ball. That was their first date in that movie. Um, so he likes to take little trips to Earth <laughs> and to play skee-ball. He dresses, you know... His pretends, periodic vacations. Yes. Takes his little vacations and he uh, pretends to be a human and goes and plays skee-ball. Well, what's... Atlantic City Boardwalk is known for all the skee-ball going on there. Um, so... He hasn't come back from his last vacation. Now, we know he's not dead, because if he was killed in human form, then he just would have been poofed back in heaven, because whatever. Yep. This isn't this isn't <laughs> like the if you die in the video game, you die in real life type of thing. <laughs> I mean, it's God we're talking about here. So somebody knows enough to keep him alive, but incapacitated. And, uh, and Jay's like, why don't we just fucking have Cardinal Glick close church that day? If the church isn't open... Well, then they can't walk through the doors. Then I'm like, holy fuck, the prophets live up to their name. That's a great <laughs> idea. Um, so they go there, and he's working on his putt in his office. Old Cardinal Blake's a golfer. <laughs> yeah. 
And they're like, you need to please stop this because of the angels and the things and the stuff. And he's like, fuck no, nothing short but the hand of God himself, he does say himself, is going to stop my goddamn Catholicism wow ceremony. Bloody <laughs> well, Christ. He only says that because Beth says like her a lot about yeah. referring to God. And he's like, himself. Yeah. Don't You're be so it wrong. suburban. Don't be... <laughs> <laughs> If it'll get me a couple hundred miles across the country, I'll take a shot in the mouth. Oh, yeah. Uh, strike back? Strike back. Yeah. I'll take a shot in the mouth. What if he shot you in the mouth? <laughs> um, so so now they're hanging at some rundown, tiny-ass little dive bar that I would totally hang out at. This is my type of bar. Um, just defeated. They can't close the church. No idea how the fuck we're supposed to stop angels. Um and uh, find yeah, out she talks to angels. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of uh, Greg Ullman. His one solo career hit was "I'm No Angel." Oh, so that would go. work. Uh, you'll have to talk to Greg about that. You tell me how it goes. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll she sure talks. <laughs> um, so this way, find out Jay and Silent Bob stole the Cardinals' driver because. They're petty criminals still at heart, right? And uh, Israel Azrael shows up, and he orders a holy bartender. <laughs> I was like, how the fuck do you make that? Muse, do you know? He doesn't know how to make a, a holy, holy bar- bartender. She's like, don't do it, don't do it, huh? And he pulls an Uzi out of nowhere and fucking blows the bartender away. And Jay's like, oh, I get it. That's a fucking good one. <laughs> Um, Jason Muse is good as the comic relief and like his character I know he's done other stuff he hasn't done much other stuff but he has done some other stuff but man his this Jay character hey, we all know about the Dutch rudder because of him yes that's true he's how we know about the Dutch rudder I have seen him bang uh, whatever that porn star's name was from Zack and Miri were they doing an anal scene and he pulled out too soon and they shit all over the camera guy yeah. god damn that movie's fucking gross that movie's funny um so, Ben, like Cardinal Glick's doing his ceremony, giving a speech, and Ben interrupts it, right? Uh, no, this this lot is writhed with sin. Let's judge them all. And so they, like, just start killing everyone. Yeah, they went crazy. Their little plan could have probably gone just fine, but he, they, he got, has they lost it. Yeah. Like, they're picking people up and flying way up in the air and just letting them go. To killing fall to their the, killing death. the cops right away, and then and I think he has a line. Feeling. He pulls the Hulk and says, "You won't like me when I'm angry," and snaps a cop's neck. Yeah, um, yeah. So now we're back at the dive bar, Selma's talking to Israel and calling him out. Like, why the fuck are you doing this? Why are you helping them? And uh, he's like, "I finally found a way to get myself out of hell." So he's the one that sent them the paper about this he's behind this he's the one that put this whole plan in motion and got the idea into bartleby's head and they're like why are you he got oh, a worse and, deal because he, he was an angel he was a muse as well that's where he re- reveals that he was also a muse hmm. like selma which is why selma knows her uh knows, knows him. him and he got cast out to hell and so he's really when they split off. off into two remember yeah. like hell splits off into two the faithful and then the renegades he was one of the renegades and he got sent to hell, which is probably why he likes AC so much. Because I think if you're a, a pure hell demon, then, I mean, fire and heat is your thing. That's right. 
Um, and much like Loki and Bartleby, he's like, instead of being in Wisconsin, which he'd probably love to be. You'd much rather than hell, for yeah, sure. He has to work in the uh, work in hell. And he's so like, Fuck this. Life. Well, they're like, well, you know, so he's working remotely. Yeah. Yeah. He's working. <laughs> Zoom <home>. in, bro. <laughs> um, so they're like, well, if, yeah, if this happens, then then you're fucked, too. Like, it's everybody. We're all uh, gone. Yeah. He's like, yeah, that's the point Doi. then i don't have to go back to hell if i don't exist right mm-hmm. i would rather die than go back to that place it's a zero-sum game for him yeah so he also says he put a spell on loki and bartleby to keep them off the radar that's why they haven't like none of the holy players have been able to really help out oh he, he says that? yeah he, he put says, a spell he, says on he, them? he used a spell to keep them off the radar like keep like a, a cloaking spell of oh, some sort. I didn't know that demons had such magic. Hey, man. Well, we're we're combining mythologies anyway, you know. So why I not? only knew demons to be like really good in a band setting. Yeah, um, dude. Well, not not good enough because they fucking lost. They're not as good as a boy, good old boy from Georgia. So what the fuck is that? I mean, they're really good at possessing people for a time, and then they even get driven out from there. So I don't know what else they're good for. I mean, it's good to explain something, because, yeah, I was thinking the whole time, like, they can find the last scion. They can't find these... Right. Uh, mm-hmm. these two like, things. we know God himself is absent, otherwise he'd be able to end this really fucking quick. But still, there are other angels, and there are other beings on the good side that could be doing something. But yeah, I mean, it's just one little line. He kind of, like, they just threw it in there. Well, I've watched this movie millions of times, at least. And you never caught that? I've never caught that. Well, now you're going to have to watch it one more. Well, I own it now. There you go. Bootleg. Thanks, Harvey. Hooray. <laughs> no, thanks, Bob. Yeah. So he turns on the TV, and this is where we see the chaos that is Catholicism. Wow, and all the death and murder, and uh, and Dante is is reporting right. Um. <laughs> so now, as he's like watching the TV and being all distracted, Selma Hag motions to Silent Bob to get the golf club. Yeah. And use it, and. uh he sees it going on. He's like, seriously? I'm a fucking demon. Go ahead. I'll even hear. He like, puts his arms out. Free like, shot. Give, give, you, give you a free shot. And of course, he fucking swings it out and it punches a giant hole in his chest. And uh, it's like, oh, yeah, Cardinal Glick would be the type to bless his own clubs to try to improve his golfing game. So it's technically a holy weapon. Yeah. So it kills Azrael. <laughs> and then Beth runs over and blesses the sink. And they dunk the minions into the bar sink and oh, kills okay. them. Oh, okay. I missed that part where she blesses the sink. Yeah. Okay. Because she goes, go bless the sink. She she goes and does the little sign of the cross. Oh. And then they dunk the minions and they like fry in the holy water. Yeah. And she also mentions like, remind me to try that on a, a, a parties or whatever. Yeah, try that one at parties. <laughs> the water into wine thing at parties or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Turn water into funk. The water into <laughs> funk. <laughs> Oh, man. Back when Family Guy was good. So now they finally make it to the church, and it's the aftermath. Like, it's just dead bodies everywhere. The news is gone. Um, And they're like, so have they gone in or what? Well, I mean, we're all still still here, here. so obviously they haven't gone in. Going back real quick to the bar scene, I don't know... Uh Why? But for some reason, I really appreciate the Miller Genuine Draft. Oh, yeah. Neon sign uh, in the background. You never see MGD anywhere, dude. Uh, should have got that. We got Miller Light here. We should. I should have. I didn't think about that. We should have got the. Oh, it's Miller. I mean, we got MGD here, but... and it's a genuine. This draft. is just the bootleg draft. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if they even do. They still oh, yeah, make MGD sure still out do. there. Sure I know. I see high li- high life is hard to find, but it is still out there. It used to not to be. 
I used to not to be. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're true. Why use more words when less words? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so they're they're saying nobody fucking do anything because we don't know what's going on. We don't like just just wait. Let's see what's happening here before we. Get. Uh, we don't want to be the ones to send them up there. So now Matt Damon comes out and he's fucking drunk, drunk as shit. And they're you like, can "Well, see his wings look his, like they've been cut off." Yeah, he's got like little bloody nubs where his wings just be. He's like, "Well, if he's drunk, he's definitely human he's now." Human. Yep. And uh, where's the other ones? And then they look up in the sky, and Ben's still flying around, dropping people from great heights. Um, such great heights. Hey, you running from such great heights? Come down now. Uh, whatever that fucking stupid song was. <laughs> what was that? Uh, postal Service. Is that Postal Service? Jesus I mean, there's God. been a lot of covers, but I think the uh, OG. I think it is yourself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Man. Sounds... <laughs> sounds just like it. And then it's like some old kid's little fucking Casio keyboard making the music to that song. It sounds pretty hokey. I mean, it works, I guess, for the song, but it sounds pretty hokey. Um, so we found out they have not gone through the archway yet. They were waiting for the arrival. They were waiting for them. And uh, Ben has a uh, knife at Beth. And then he, I think, he, no, he doesn't go to the stomach. He just has a knife at her somewhere, maybe her throat. It's like a lesson must be taught. All must be held accountable, even God. So Matt wants to step up and stop him, but he's not only very drunk, but human drunk. And so Ben fucking shanks him. Right in the you side lost, where there was no the armor. Head. Kills him. Yep. So now you didn't get your clean slate and you went human and you've killed a bunch of people. Guess where you're fucking going? You just Gee. you just deemed your own angel friend to hell for all eternity now. Way to go, Ben. Um, so now Jay's taking his pants off because he and Beth are hiding behind a, like a flipped <laughs> yeah. over car. He's like, you said five minutes left to live. World's about to end. You said you'd fuck me. and uh so as he's taking his pants off he does say something about that old fuck john doe from jersey yeah and beth is like oh wait oh my god that's it and so she takes bob with her and uh chekhov's homeless guy chekhov's homeless guy yeah (laughs) and uh and so we find out john doe jersey is still in the hospital and uh i mean they were so they were getting rid of people because obviously you have angels and mass genocide going on in the streets mm-hmm. how is this one left behind because the hospital's fucking empty but somehow john doe is still there so just well it's a 28 days support. later situation yeah, he was in a coma and, and woke just, up and yeah they were just, just like, like fuck uh, it. <laughs> we're not we don't even he doesn't have a name he doesn't have an address he's a nobody just fuck it leave him yeah 28 days later and walking dead i believe also started with did walking dead start like that he, too? he had to Oh, now you find You're out. You're talking about like, the TV show, right? Yeah. You find out that his partner had like barricaded the door. Yeah, that they had already something. that his well, his partner had already left because he was like, Look at the look at the house. There's no pictures. There's no mm-hmm. like only like she would take some shit like that. Yeah. But he wakes up and he's the only one there. Yeah. So it but John Doe hasn't waken up. John yeah. Doe's still in his coma, but he's the John only Doe, fucking Jersey. person in this entire hospital. <laughs> and so as this is all going on, Jay takes the Uzi out and wants to play action hero, but he's a terrible shot and also stupid. But he does manage to shoot off Ben's wings. Yep. So now he's human. And, well, and- there's this okay part that I used to always really like, there, and, but it turns into a really shitty part, like flips a switch. So he gets his wings shot off, 
and um, uh, Ben is like checking it out and he licks the blood a little bit and he starts to like sort of cry uh, but then sort of turns into like a laugh kind of thing uh, but then it turns into a really shitty shot of him of above like he's like <laughs> really <laughs> shitty but it, the beginning part of him doing like the, realizing the cry and then, and then the laugh so it starts good and then it yeah it just goes and to then shit. it turns to shit <laughs> and here it is here oh yeah the fake laughing gets worse. Well, who'd have thought that Ben Affleck, especially in the nineties, wasn't that good of an actor? But this part's not bad. Like, and then it's shitty. <laughs> Overboard. And then he pulls an Andy Dufresne. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> a little doff with a cap to Shawshank there. But the laughing, sort of turning into crying, mm-hmm. or the crying turning into laughing, was pretty good at first. At yeah, first. until that cut, that damn edit. Then it's bad. <laughs> Should, shouldn't have put that ca- that take in there. Mm-hmm. Um, so she pulls the plug. She does unplug John Doe, who, and then I was like, flash, and he disappears, and because blood starts appearing, blood out starts of her. pouring out of her stomach, <laughs> and so. Right then, Ben Affleck's trying to rush. Oh, as it's like lightning, John Doe, Joe, fuck, take two. John Doe lightning bolts up through the ceiling. <laughs> One part shoots out and hits her in the yeah. stomach. I didn't so, catch that before, and I was wondering how she got wounded. One quick lightning bolt hit her in the belly. Um, so now, just as Ben's trying to go through the church and Scott made it to heaven, God comes back down. And who is God walking out with Alan Rickman, the voice? All anus uh, all Morissette. All anus Morissette. Um, which I'd always heard, you know, back before the internet when it was all just rumor town, but it was Kevin Smith wanted to pick the most conceited, self-involved person he could think of to be God. Oh. And that's how long, and that's absolutely not true. Um, he actually had somebody else in mind, and they, could, they couldn't make it, and so he actually gets along great with Alanis Morissette and thought it would be funny. He's like, you don't even have any lines to worry about, just, you know, hang out. So it was, it was like a friend doing him a favor. It wasn't some shitty dig at Alanis Morissette like I'd always heard uh, mm. growing up. So now it, it's Alanis and uh, you know obviously nobody can hear God's voice. Otherwise we went through what? Cave. Otherwise otherwise our heads would explode. Yeah. We went through five atoms before we figured that one out. <laughs> and so he has everybody close their or cover their ears and like duck. And, the plane of existence would do well to cover their ears right about now. And just and God gives pity to Bartleby by setting him free. Yeah, but he did not go through the arches, so he does not have a clean slate. But he loses existence. Well, he goes to hell. He, does he go to hell? He, he's a human now, and he dies. It's true. I thought that he just sort of gets erased from existence, but yeah, I that's kind of what I got from it, though. No, he. I think that it's because he realizes he, he knows the game is up. But he when, says thank you, though. Yeah, that's what her. he says. Thank you. Which, it, yeah, kind of lines up like, yeah, she just terminated his existence. Maybe. I, I always just figured, when well, you, he's human. He's a bad person who's been killing people, so he's going to hell. I think there's like several ways of dying on Earth, but like getting killed by the voice of God. I think that's a different kind of death. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know what the insurance would think about that, but... Act of there God. Is an act of God. <laughs> yeah, act of God and this is literally God. an act of God. So. You yeah. understand? She said something. <laughs> it blew up my head, man. 
Well, you you did. Is that not your signature? Yeah. Right yeah. <laughs> Acts of God aren't covered. You fucking dummy. Yeah. I don't think that I've ever seen uh, Alanis Morissette, other than like ever. This is my first time actually really? seeing her. Oh. I think so. I, I mean, grew up because I didn't 90s. realize it was her until afterwards. I was reading through the credits. I've seen so. like her unplugged and I've yeah, seen, I've seen her. But also, it. she was a actress growing up that you can't do that on television. That old show on Nickelodeon, she's on it. Yeah. She was a she was an actress for a oh, while before she went into music. See, the, the the children that grew up on Nickelodeon or like or started Nickelodeon aren't that bad. Are they okay? Considering <laughs> the ones from Disney Channel when yeah. they come out. Now they're boxers or they're, you know. They all have to go through the super asses. slutty phase. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, we got Lindsay Lohan. You couldn't, like, couldn't pick up a newspaper without her crotch every time she climbed out of a car through most of the 90s. She also liked that? to crawl around like a like a crab, though, too. So. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> when you talk about Clarissa Explains It All, most Joan Hart, you know, yeah. she stays off but the she radar. She seems like she's been pretty level-headed. Yeah. I don't think there's well, anything she's wrong. she's just a suburban oh, she's a Nickelodeon girl, right? Yeah. That's uh, right. Yeah, she's level-headed. Uh, Mary so, Beth or Amanda Bynes, yeah. you know. Well, Amanda Bynes was a little, little wonky for a little bit, wasn't she? Yeah, but not as bad as like sure, as the Disney girls. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's a good point. I, I, yeah, because Britney was, Spears was uh was was in the, yeah, the Mickey Mouse. She had she had a hard time. <laughs> that's right. Britney Spears had a hell of a hard time. Uh, finally, gets to be her own person now. Her dad finally stopped. Very good. Said, you know what? Maybe I won't. <laughs> completely control and ruin my daughter's life anymore or save her money so that she doesn't spend it all on uh if she was allowed to just be herself be and continue being like one of the biggest names in pop music i don't think she would have had to worry about saving her money at all <laughs> well Spears if it dried up okay. at any point you yeah know, just because you got a lot of it and there's yeah, never any stream doesn't mean you we've all heard nutty. the mc hammer story that's, <laughs> that's right <true. laughs> invested so much in uh Parachute pants and lost it on parachute pants. Oh man, those things get expensive. Did you start dancing around like that and you start tearing seams? It's and a lot of material. Parachute pants. Yeah, and yeah. It, it's a costly habit. That's what happens. That and cocaine. And cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so yeah, we blow up Ben's head, and uh, God tries to like God walks and goes and does some somersaults and like tries to climb a tree and just acting just like a little kid, life. Just enjoying yeah the hey. creation that I made. Uh, I'm I think not she falls stuck in a homeless she? guy's body anymore. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she tries to do a handstand and falls over. Like she's just very childlike. And Jay gets up and is like, What, what the, the fuck? fuck is this? Who the fuck is this, Broad? What the <laughs> fuck happened to that guy's head? I want some fucking <laughs> And so they yeah, they do have to shut him up. And uh oh, she also heals Beth, because Beth is in the street, like on her way back from the hospital, but collapsed in the street from the stomach wound. So, but hands, this is something that um, on, uh, Megatron didn't. Megatron, Metatron, Metatron, <laughs> Megatron. Yeah, right. <laughs> Metatron didn't mention to her because he said there was like, um, there was a catch, you know. And she, he mentions the angels, right? But that was the catch because she's got to be martyred. Mm-hmm. That was her. That's the catch. You can't sort of teleport the yeah which listen. technically she did get but i don't know if he planned on god coming back and if god decides you know what i'm bringing you back to life then yeah well gonna, if you do we're gonna lazarus to you yeah. yeah you gotta die but you come back so that's yeah. good come back with life and now you can reproduce that you couldn't before because her whole thing is like when she couldn't have kids where was god yeah when my husband left me because he needed to knock up somebody else because i can't have kids where was god and that's like the been the biggest thing that makes her question her faith so now you know that there is a God, and God brought not only brought you back to life, but fixed your organs, and now you can reproduce. In fact, we went ahead and did all that we for you. Now you've got knocked an, you up. Now you've got an immaculate conception. 
Yeah, Linda, who did Linda it? Fiorentino got knocked up by Alanis Morissette. Figure that one or out. Or Alan Rickman. Yeah, <laughs> Meta, Meta Rickman fucking put his hand right to her fucking Well, that's womb. when he was saying... And there's, well, you're but, not the but, last scion. Yeah, this yeah. is the last. Scion. He wasn't doing that. He was like pointing it out to her. I okay. think it was already done for when God uh, touched her. I think he was just. I like, mean, which would make sense since she was putting her yeah, hand right there. I'm sure that that's not. That wouldn't be the While first. That there, would be the first time things. that Alan Rickman's touched someone, some woman's stomach, and she was immediately pregnant. <laughs> Alan Rickman. Would, if anybody could do that, it'd Alan be Alan Rickman. Rickman. Good, Alan Rickman and God. You're amazing. You figured this all out. Already. <laughs> I've got to make sure I don't touch any women. Just so many pregnancies. The child um, support's really racking up. Yeah, God, it's crazy. I got to do another Harry Potter movie just to pay for all these kids. Um, so, <laughs> oh yeah, uh, Silent Bob's carrying up. That's how she makes it back from the hospital because Silent Bob's carrying up. That's mm-hmm. right. Um, oh, Alan Rickman even pulls a wax on, wax off. That's what he says. We get have the little, technology. Yeah, we get a little Karate Kid reference. Um, so now Alanis <laughs> and Alan Rickman go back to heaven. Uh, Selma Hayek and Chris Rock are walking off and had said, hey, if you clean up your act, I might just put in a good word for you. You know, saying, hey, Jay, get your shit together. Maybe you did good today. So if you knock it off with all the swearing and trying to fuck people every chance you get, maybe you can get up there, too. And uh, they walk back through the door of the church and go off to heaven. And that's the end of our movie. Well, the iconic scene, you know, what's the meaning of life? Boop. Oh yeah, yeah, boops are on the nose. Why are we here? What's yeah, and that's what it life? was. Um, oh yeah, and he also keeps trying to fuck Beth, and she's like, "You can't talk to me like that. I'm going to be somebody's mother." And he, I remember he has some perverted response to that. I He's think. mad because like somebody banged her. Probably. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who ate? What? <laughs> How come I didn't get it? Um, but yeah, so they all get to go back to heaven. And well, uh, here Rufus says something about the gender here of God, which I think is good. She's not really a woman. She's not, not really, really anything. anything. She's something, all right. Crisis of faith over? You think I'm now burdened with an overabundance? When it rains, it pours. When it rains, Are it you pours. saying you believe? No. I just have a good idea. Good idea. Yeah, well, we're going mean, to do a bunch of callbacks right now. Yeah, yeah. Got to fill oh, them all. all <laughs> Close all the loopholes. And it sucks that you're... Last, last dramatic little moment is between Linda Fiorentino and Chris Rock because neither of them can really act for shit. And that only, are you saying you believe now? It's like, oh my God, damn, this sounds like a high school play. <laughs> Which was a, a, another Peter Griffith thing. Like, I just want you to know I'm very aware that I'm watching a play right now. Because <laughs> they're terrible. Um, so that's, yeah, that makes the end of our movie. That's um, it. So anybody, let's let's have some thoughts here. Let's go around and talk about some dogma. Uh, I've seen this movie lots of times, and it's a good movie to me. It's uh, every time I watch it, it gets a little better. I don't think I've seen it in years, so it's good it's, to be yeah, able to watch it again time. and and catch all the stuff. Um, it's absolutely rewatchable for me. And all that's, right. I mean, people come to the rewatch specifically for that's my true. rating. That's true. we talked about that before. I give it's this one a very mm-hmm. high rewatchability. High rewatch, okay. That's right. Uh, my first time seeing it, I think, has been, uh, has been made out. I, yeah. I knew a few of the references. The uh, the Buddy Christ. Mm-hmm. I knew the meme, but I didn't know it was from this movie. Uh, of course, the, the boop thing is... Check. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Edit <right>. point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but... Yeah. Watched it, sat down. It was very enjoyable. A lot of stars, a lot of big names. George Carlin's fucking amazing. Chris Rock. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's rewatchable. Um, all right, all right. 
yeah, I love it. I think this is the best out of all the Kevin Smith stuff by far. Um, I, I like Clerks. I seem to remember liking Mallrats, but like, I don't need Clerks 2. I don't need Jay and Silent Bob 2. I don't need Jay and Silent Bob 3 for that fucking matter. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this is head and shoulders above anything else that he's made in his whole VSQ verse. I, I love how he, you know, worked because he is a very, he's raised like very Catholic, right? So mm -hmm. he knew enough about it to kind of create the story out of it. And I think this was even one of the first ones he wrote. He just didn't have the money for it. The means to, to make so it So he had the other ones first until he got a big enough name for himself to have fund and make the movie that he always wanted to make. But yeah, this is, this is highly, highly rewatchable. This is like we were talking last week with Dog Day Afternoon where I totally rewatch it, but there'd need to be a reason. I couldn't just like casually scroll through TV and see it on and be like, oh, sure, let's do that. But this one, yeah, absolutely. Even if it's halfway through or wherever it is, like absolutely at the drop of a hat would rewatch Dogma. It's fantastic and quite hilarious. Wonderful. So it's, this is a three-way. Right here, just like Ben Affleck always wanted. At least in Chasing Amy. So uh, that does it. You can find us on Twitter at Their Watch Party. You can email us at therewatchparty at gmail.com. Tell us your thoughts on Dogma or the View Askewverse or uh, you know anything else movie-related. Let us know. We'd love to hear from you, as always. Join us next week as we watch a bunch of porn and bang Scarlett Johansson with Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Don John. Until then, I'm Nick with Lois and Brandon, and thanks for rewatching. Nice, sweet prince. A few things I really care about in life. My body. My pad. My ride. My family. My church. My boys. My girls. And my porn. My body. My pad. My ride. My family. My church. My boys. My girls. My porn. Body, pad, ride, family, church, boys, girl. That's her? That's definitely her. She's a dime. Oh, this girl's more than a dime for her. Oh, yeah. my God. Were you in love with this girl already? Sure, I've seen this girl. Oh, my God. What's her name? What's her name? Why'd you say yes to me? I'm just going to have to wait to find out. All right, I got time. You're cute. I like you. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Listen, you want to know the truth? You're the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life. You like movies? I don't watch too many movies. The pretty woman, the pretty man, and they drive off into the sunset. Everyone knows it's fake. I love movies like that. Yeah, know. it's great. But they watch it like it's real life. Oh. Baby. What are you doing? I was just reading emails. No, you weren't. She caught me watching porn. That's it? Right? Oh! How do you watch that? How do you watch all the stupid movies that you watch? Movies and porno are different, John. They give awards for movies. They give awards for porn, too. So, it's only a few things I really care about in life. I don't know if I really want a wife and kids. Oh! Look what you did. Oh, I look like a grandmother.
have any grandchildren? If you want to lose yourself, you have to lose yourself in another person. It's a two-way thing. I thought you were different. And maybe it's time to try something new.